This is Rob Montgomery, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Happy Tuesday night, everyone. This is Sherelle Jardine, and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. I'm a proud Canadian sharing the songs and stories of our Canadian musicians. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget. From producing to recording and mixing, contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running this station and its podcast, and while we do bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep it running and growing. If you love the show and like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, please visit pacificnorthwestradio.com and click on the top right where it says Contribute. Click on Become a Patron, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can become a supporter of the show and the station. If you'd like to become an official sponsor or advertise with us, you will find the information there as well. For more details on advertising, please contact Pacific Northwest Radio at gmail.com. If you miss a show, you can find it on demand by clicking on demand on our website. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites, all waiting for you to discover. Let's connect on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming streaming gigs. Don't forget to give the station a like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. Shout out to Nora Holtby from Gabba Productions for being a sponsor here at Make a Scene Canada. Gabba Productions has been hosting live music events since 2017. For more information, go to gabbaproductions.com. As an artist with this platform that I have, I want to take a minute to talk about a plan to keep music alive in Canada. I invite you to visit canadianmusicianscoalition.ca. Steve Sanis, a Juno Award-winning teacher and musician, came up with this proposal, and Mark and I immediately jumped on board to support it. I'm one of the directors, and the Canadian Musicians Coalition is an advocacy group that has developed a bold proposal to rebuild our devastated music economy. Our proposal is not a band-aid COVID support measure that relies on temporary government funding, but is instead a long-term sustainable music user pay plan that will rebuild our music economy with a self-perpetuating stable funding source that comes directly from a $4 monthly internet data music streaming levy. I urge you to keep music alive in Canada by signing our petition. For more information on the Canadian Musicians Coalition, please visit our website, canadianmusicianscoalition.ca, and you can also sign our petition there. Tonight's artist is Rob Montgomery. You know him from the Yale, the Railway, Incognito, Ladies Sing the Blues, and tonight you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at this Vancouver music mover and shaker. I love your daily music affirmations on Facebook. The other day was morning coffee with Stevie Wonder. Isn't she lovely? And then you say, have a great day, everyone. It's an absolute testament to who you are as a person. And thank you for that daily inspiration. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm happy to be part of it. Awesome. And as you know, you have said social media can be the greatest gift if it's positive and the biggest disaster when it's negative. So thank you for keeping it light and refreshing on your page. Exactly. Well, thanks, because it's, it's just it's just a good... Well, I would like to be the good news person, mm-hmm. right? You know? You absolutely are exactly. that. <laughs> so now I want to go way back. 
How did you get okay. your start in music? And I know that's a, a huge question, but thinking way back, what, what was it that first inspired you to get started? Well, what started me, it's a neat story. I went to New York. My cousin was in a session musician in New York, and I went with my mom. I was 10 years old. And he, uh, you know, I was at his band practice and hanging out, just, hang, you know, being the music sidekick, 10-year-old sidekick. And so before I left, he gave me my first guitar to bring back to Vancouver from actually New Jersey, just outside New York. So, so that was my first start. And I came back and uh, from New York, and um, you know I was totally immersed in lessons. And I, my first actual professional show, I was twelve years old, and I played at the the showboat at the Kitsilano oh, showboat. Oh yes, of course. You know, and then uh, played at the P and E. You know, when around that time too. So I started playing a lot at an early age. By the time I was fifteen, I was playing full time professionally. Wow. It was amazing. What a what a life. No I can't I'm just so blessed. Yeah. Wow. And thinking back to those beginnings and looking now, you know, at your life, yeah. how much you've accomplished yeah. over the years, what are some of the highlights that you can share with us? You know, the thing is is always is I always feel a striving force to try to keep the things going. Like, you know, I was a big part of the Yale for many years, right? Mm-hmm. The Yale Hotel Blues yes. Bar. And and that's sort of a beneficial thing. Like 25 years of doing that is, is a big gift. And then when something like that closes or gets redeveloped, the challenge is taking it elsewhere. So I brought it over to Edgewater Casino. I've continued some of those shows. As, so I think the most important thing is keeping alive what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, being a musician and you're a great musician yourself, like we, we all want to make sure that we have a future doing what we love to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so I, I've had a lot of great, um, great highlights and, and I've played with many, many great people, met lots of people, but I, I'm always, I, I think to me, being able to keep our scene vital has been a big, important thing to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. A deep, a deep breath and a, a sigh at the same time, right? Because exactly, it's, it's been frustrating. It can be, oh, for sure, especially yeah. coming out of this pandemic. It's crazy. It's a crazy time, but it's also a new, a new. Um, it could be a good restart too. Right? I think so. Yeah, it's given us time to pause. Totally yeah. needed. Totally you know, needed. Totally needed. Yeah. And yeah. now I think we're trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get on the other side of it. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Now, there's a lot of conversation right now on social media about the jam starting up again. And it is, it's a delicate situation we're in with COVID-19. Have you been thinking about starting up? What do you foresee, um, you know, it looking like and the precautions you're going to need to take, you know, in order to make that happen? Well, the thing is, is um, basically any place that's going to make it has to be doing the proper precautions. But I do see things have lightened up. Blue Frog's going to have small audiences now mm-hmm. for those shows. All these things are opening up, which is positive, which is a good thing. Yes. So um, uh, I see that uh, that starting to happen. I I have I run the Blues Brunch at the Railway, which I because I hosted the jam at the Yale for 15 years, yes. right? And so I brought that when I when that when the Yale closed, always people have wanted me. Would you move that over here? Because I have a built-in audience, yes. right? 
my, my built-in audience is, is, is like one thing with COVID, which will be if like at the railway, which you know the room, right? Mm-hmm. It's a small, tight room. I have, They're not open yet. They're oh, planning okay. on opening, and they want me back to do it. Um, and I said, look, at whenever you guys are ready, but there's no rush, because I see that to be a co- so tight, right? Like, it's so awesome. Like, yeah. what what comes from our past, which is what we always strove for, is having everybody close together and packed yes. in, is what we can't really do properly right now. So. So, so rooms that are really open have more of a geographical setting that they, there's more social distancing. I think is more, you know, friendly for the opening up strategy. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the um, uh, like the Donnelly Group owns the railway, yes. and they, um, the, you know, they've got several venues, and so I think they're opening some of those other places, which are like kind of open for lunch by the courthouse, so the lawyers can go have a, you know lunch and stuff so i see what their strategy is and and when i think the the uh, railway will be probably phase, the next phase okay you know when when the next say because i do see it tight and you want to make sure it's it's a safe environment for our friends ourselves and our fans yeah right exactly Speaking of, you said the Blue Frog Studio, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you about today. So you have a show coming up. It is one of my favorite venues of all times in White Rock. Oh, yeah. I actually just had Kelly on the show a few weeks ago talking about the upcoming live streams. And so July 4th is Jim Burns. The 11th is the Kingpins. And Ladies Sing the Blues is July 18th. Exactly. So excited. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, I'm the musical guys. director. Yes. I started that show back at the Yale. Um, was the first time I did that. And then we, uh, it was hugely successful at Edgewater. It's got Joni By, Nadine States, Leslie Harris, Amanda Dean, and Kathy St. Germain, sort of a special guest. She lives in Crescent Beach, so she's been a guest of ours there a couple of times. So so that's what's going to be there on the 18th, which is such an amazing show, you know. Everyone is a star in their own right, and then bringing them together, the synergy is magical. Absolutely. Right. I've, I've seen the show. It's amazing. So oh, um, cool. yeah, it's a highly successful show. Yeah. Paying homage to blues giants, Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, yeah. Ada James. I mean, it goes on and on. How did that band actually get started? Were you somewhere and you thought, oh, I'm going to put this together? Well, you know, the thing is, is um, Incognito, which is my band that I started up, uh, 30 plus years ago. Um, th- really what Lady Sings the Blues is, is incognito with lady, with added lady guest singers. Mm-hmm. So that's how it turned into. So, you know, Nadine States is, is incognito's lead singer. And so we would, so, and then we would do events where, you know, the, Special event because I'm in sort of an event coordinator. Sometimes I have been in the past before COVID, mm-hmm. and then when people say, "Hey, look, we got a budget. Let's bring more. You know, let's just make it a fancy show." And and, and so that really worked uh, magically, and it's and and it sort of took on a life of its own. You know, when you do something, you go, "This feels good," and the people are there, and mm-hmm. the venue's happy. So so it was a natural thing for us so so it, that's how it really developed and over time it's become pretty much the most popular show on the west coast yeah. one of them you know absolutely i love seeing the sisters up there 
Definitely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you to get out and join us sometime for the song. That would be sure. awesome. Oh, we'll do it for sure. Okay, for cool. Sure. And I want to just talk about it. So are we going to have a small audience for that show, do you think? Well, yes, they are. Okay, Kelly good. talked to me just the other day. Uh, they had a sh- an audience for Jim Burns, I could see now, from the videos that Kelly posted. Um, so, And he called me last week and said, hey, we're now approved to have audiences of 30 people or 35 people or something. Oh, so, awesome. so, so it'll be nice. We'll have an audience, plus it'll be uh, live streamed on TV with like seven cameras. Mm-hmm. It's a real soundstage, that uh, room, right? It's, it's you know, such it's such a, a beautiful, it is, it's a total dream. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the people there too are amazing that work. Oh, they're just such good people. They're music people and they're just so sweet. Yeah. yeah. So people can get early bird tickets um, online at bluefrog.ca. And I would yes. suggest getting them really soon because this show will sell out. Absolutely. Yes. Get the tickets soon. Um, the thing is, is uh, I think that that's going to be the availability for the in-house tickets. I haven't seen that posted yet, but if you went to bluefrog.ca, you could at least inquire. But I know there will be audience. So, okay. Which is nice. Yeah, nice no kidding. Too. It is. Oh, my God. Excellent. And I also want to talk to you about your company, MEI Media Inc. It's yes. a music business company. Um, there's so many yes. projects that you're involved in. You're also yes. a guitar teacher, vocal, and songwriting coach, yeah. which is amazing. Is the bulk of your teaching right now online? You know what? I'm doing no teaching right now. Right oh, now, okay. since since COVID, I, you know, I'm, I haven't started, like, I've got a good teaching business i've always called teaching a musician's trade Mm -hmm. you know it's like you know the old saying and you're going to be a musician you kind of need another gig well well teaching is my other gig which has been great and very beneficial but you know i i'm not i i'm not sure about the online thing like i'm willing to do it but right now i'm focused on helping kind of get canadian musicians coalition off the ground Mm -hmm. keep pushing uh getting my other shows back working again and so we'll see if there's not if it's not clear by september i'll do online to keep my students happy right but but sort of in this time because it's you can't really be in the same room so online is a whole technical issue too right you gotta be and i'm not crazy about having to take that on just yet unless i have no choice Okay. You know? So, but at least people can get in touch with you maybe in, in uh, the fall. Oh, sure. And uh, oh, see where you're sure. at. And, yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, MEI is Musicians Entertainment International Media. And it's a company that started a number of years back when when I was pushing, sh- doing shows at the Yale and the Edgewater, Edgewater Casino and stuff. And it's, it's uh, and you know, it's something that I can you know, help, you know, share stuff like even on Stone Poets or put people out there. So it's kind of got a media entity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it's been very convenient because it's just, uh, it's it, I use it really just to also pr- promote my live, my music that I've recorded, right? It's sort of my record label as well, right? you know? Boy, yeah. you're, you're a force to be reckoned with in the well, industry. Everything you got to do, and you still still got to keep working hard, right? Yeah, so, no kidding. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. and I know we've known each other for a number of years, but had never really had a chance to connect until yes. Canadian Musicians Coalition. 
Absolutely. And the fun thing about how we connected, as I, this is a fun story. The first time I met you was years ago at the Backstage Lounge, and you were doing a CD release party. And um, so you, had a, you guys played, and you were, sounded great. And then I found five of your CDs. And so I called you, like, the next week, and I said, hi, we haven't met, and you were super, super nice. I knew what a gem of a person you are. And you said, oh, well, that's, thank you for calling about those CDs. Give them out to people that you're, uh, you're close to. So I did, and they all loved that CD. That was a number of years ago at, at the... Uh, Backstage lounge, wow. and so that was a, awesome. That's I remember the first time we met. That's so, awesome. And, and yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so the um, Canadian Musicians Coalition, which you're a big part of, and Mark and Steve and a whole bunch of great people. Yeah, so we're we're all pulling our sources together to see if we can build a strong future for what we're doing. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah. It's been hard for musicians, but now with COVID-19, of course, really hard for a lot of our friends to make ends meet. So hopefully, hopefully this proposal will create a living wage for Canadian original creators and musicians. Completely. You you just got to keep on pushing it. Well, you know, and Don Henley is doing the same, like in the U S he's, he's, Taking things to the government. It's the same argument, like big tech, big mm-hmm. tech, like Amazon, iTunes, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, they're all sort of taking the lion's share, and musicians are now, like John Henley's thing was, the, we're now being considered content providers as opposed to artists uh-huh. and writers. Yeah. You know, which is like very convenient for those people to just extinguish our art and say, oh, you want to put your content out there. We'll just take it for nothing. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do with Canadian Musicians Coalition is try to help right that ship a bit. And we're definitely gaining some good ground and you're just doing amazing stuff. So, so it's, uh, you know, we've got to go continue to work on this and it's a great journey. But I, I think that it's important that this stuff gets addressed because otherwise there won't be an art music business yeah exactly for the up-and-coming artists i feel so sorry for them so this is this is kind of our totally. legacy to you know pass it on to them so exactly yeah exactly so yes. i want to play two of your original songs on the show tonight ride the storm and sunshine sandy yeah can you tell our listeners about the songs where they were recorded and who played okay. on them and how they were inspired Okay, well, well, Ride the Storm, which is the instrumental, which has got, got a Spanish flavor. I remember a number of years ago, uh, turning on the TV and just seeing the storm. And I've been to Mexico lots. I know you and Mark love to go to Mexico, mm-hmm. too. That, we, I think Mexico's near and dear to all of us. Yes. And so so I remember turning on, seeing this big storm going on. And, and, I, and it's like, you know, you know and then, so I was thinking about, you know, Mex- people I know in Mexico and that storm was happening. I went to bed that night, and that I woke up in the morning, and I was having a dream of Carlos Santana and Paco de Lucia soloing, dueling through this storm in Mexico, <sighs> right? You, you know how dreams don't make sense sometimes, yeah. right? Like the, but, but there's all kinds of relevance. And it was like I could see Carlos on one hilltop and Paco on the other, and and they were exchanging their solos and stuff. So I I played all the instruments on the record, everything, percussion, every every instrument on that on that song. Wow! And and then I created the duel with the two of them. So 
it was just a, it's called Ride the Storm. Mm-hmm. So it's like two of these guys on the mountaintops riding the storm and jamming. So it, it, I was really quite happy the way it turned out. So it's kind of got a neat, and it's, I have a real, um, uh, inspiration with Spanishy flavored music. So, so that was that song and, and that turned out really cool mm-hmm. and it worked out. It was just, you know, sort of tr- creating a, a dreamscape into a songscape. Absolutely. Right? You know, and, and as soon as, and it's fun because when I post it and put it up there and tell people the story, they love, it's, it's the, the story behind music is always great for the listener because then people often get, wow, that's so neat. And then they listen even closer, yeah. right? You know? Exactly. And so that's what that song was. And that's on my Rob Montgomery and Friends uh, CD, which is on all media networks, iTunes, blah, blah, Spotify. It's every, it's out there. It's everywhere. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, and that's, so that's what that, um, and then the other song is called Sunshine Sandy. And it's sort of related to the lady sings the blues vibe because, but Nadine State sings the lead vocals on it. It's a song I wrote with Daryl Mays, right? Mm-hmm. Daryl Mays, a drummer from Colin James for years and all that. has been with Incognito for a good, good, you know, good 10 years anyways. And, uh, and so we co-wrote the song. Nadine came in and, uh, and she created all the vocal parts. Like she's just not, okay, next part, next part. And it's just, it's sort of a, got a Patty LaBelle vibe, mm-hmm. or a, you know. It, it's a you know, and uh, so so that Chuck Can kind of thing, and and so so that song is that's Sunshine Sandy, and that's on my Rob Montgomery and Friends Guitar Stories album. That's the the second one album, and that's also up up there on all networks. But it, it's uh, yeah, so it's it's a real, and it's sort of a summertime song, right? You yeah. know. Sunshine Sandy lying on the beach. So it's so it's so yeah. So I thought it would be kind of a good one to also add if it was time for it. You oh, know, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I love them both. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing those. So, how can people get in touch with you, Rob? Um, well, we are okay. Well, Rob Montgomery on Facebook is very accessible, findable. Rob Montgomery and friends. I got Rob Montgomery and Nadine States, which is our acoustic duo, which has become really popular. Yeah. It's just the two of us. And she, Nadine is also a great percussionist. And I, and I play my acoustics and loop, and it's a really fun show. It's two people. Like we've had, you know, 300 people on their feet dancing. It's a really exciting, fun show. So that's also on Facebook. That's Rob Montgomery and Nadine States Unplugged. My website is incognito band, all one word, incognitoband.com. Okay. Stuff that's on there that places that haven't opened yet, but those dates will be there if those venues open. So okay. we're still in a flux. We're still figuring all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. But I'm totally um, very, very findable. And, you know, there's lots of stuff. And all my stuff's on YouTube to be listened to for Rob, under Rob Montgomery and Friends. And it's all free to hear there as well, which is great, you know, so... So I suggest anybody to check it out and drop any comments. I always appreciate it. That's awesome. And uh, one last thing I want to ask you is what advice can you give to artists that are maybe up and coming, you know, to to get their word out there, you know, to make make their place in the industry? Well, I think the, it's very important. Like, like I say, social media is a great tool. So you want to build that up. I've really found 
that it's, and you know, it's a funny thing about social media because you see, I noticed it and I started this like, well, like over 10 years ago, Facebook just came out and all kinds of people have always been well known. So I, that, you know, I, there's thousands and thousands of people on my, connected with me mm-hmm. there. So I think it's, a, and then when you tell people, hey, we're going to go over here and do this new gig or something, do you have access to reaching your people? Mm-hmm. And and in today, you can't really rely on newspapers or, you know, uh, you know, or corporate radio stations or whatever. It's just a different scene, right? It's yeah. not. So you want to be as directly in touch with your people as po- much as possible. And so... I think, you know, you people should use social media. They can do that. Create, you know, circles. Do it, you know, uh, uh, build a team that you like to work with. And, uh, you know, and I also think that it's, you know, like I said, uh, teaching for me, I don't think I would have been done as well in life without teaching. So teaching is important. And it's a good trade because it makes you study what you do. Right. right? Like even if you have to reteach it to somebody and the amount of great things that have come into me from people that have come in the door and the answer to that question is have an open mind. Like, okay, let's have a listen. Let's check this, what this person's out, uh, what the music they're into. And, and then you go, wow, I really like it. And you play it and you go, wow, you've got a knack for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so an open mind is important. I remember Stevie Ray Vaughan, he always said, one of his favorite comments, which I thought was just a priceless one, because Stevie was such a godly musician. And he always said, you know, he said, there's something in every musician somebody should try to find that they like. Um, and, it, you know, and if they, if you don't find it, maybe you didn't listen close enough. Wow. Right? So it's just an open mind. And, it's, you know, now that doesn't mean that there's stuff that, that's you don't have to like everything but just you know and that's where stevie would kind of go hey check out this frank sinatra tune check out this like open mind Mm -hmm. you know and then and then when it's applied just to whatever you do it uh it can take on its own kind of original vibe right so so yeah i that's what i recommend to people is and being friendly and you know reach people and have a direct connection with them that that will really help your success Oh, that's that's really great advice and so much fun to talk to you today. Likewise. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate everything you're doing with a music, make this, make a scene and your stone poets and your headband, all that. You've got so many great things happening and you're helping so many people. And your daughter is an amazing musician. So I just want everybody who's out there listening, appreciate all these great things Cheryl's doing to help make the world a better place because we really appreciate it. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Talk soon. Thank you so much for all, all that you're doing. And, awesome. and keep, keep music alive.
Don't even try to be her friend All she needs is a sunny beach She just slides there out of reach Remembering the love she had Cause every day she still feels sad Sunshine sad tonight's show but I will be back next Tuesday night at 7pm Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Magazine Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio to bring you more Canadian musicians and their music leave the station on 24-7 it's music online all the time 
You can find your favorite programs at PacificNorthwestRadio.com. And if you miss a show, go to our website and click On Demand. And subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites. It's all there waiting for you. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at SheldonZaharko.com. And I just want to say that Sheldon is up for an audio engineer award for the Western Canadian Music Awards this year. He is so deserving. Congratulations, Sheldon. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head. Record it with Sheldon, and you can find more Head at headmusic.ca, and you can also hear my softer side, Stone Poets, at stonepoets.ca. You can find all my projects and social media links on shereljardine.ca, and please get in touch because I love hearing from you. Now take a few minutes out of your day and share the artists from the show, Make a Scene Canada, and Pacific Northwest Radio on social media. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you again next Tuesday night for another episode of Make a Scene Canada right here on Pacific Northwest Radio.